Hey, Relationship Transformers, welcome to the Relationship Transformer podcast. This week, Paul and I are on site doing a four-day live event for our Relationship You students. So we're going to replay for you one of our most popularly downloaded podcasts, and next week we will be back with brand new content. Hey, Relationship Transformers, welcome to the Relationship Transformer podcast. So today we're going to answer the big question. How is it possible that it only takes one partner to transform any relationship? How are thousands of people saving their marriages, transforming their relationships, and divorce-proofing their families, and only one spouse is doing the work? How is that even possible? Today, we're going to give you that answer. So let's cue up the intro and dive in. So the big question is this. How is it possible that one person alone can transform any relationship, save their marriage, create their unshakable love and unleash passion, divorce-proof their family without needing their partner to get on board and do this with them, and yet still get to be happily, authentically you without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. All right, so I know it sounds impossible, right? that it only takes one partner to transform any relationship. Here's the truth. The truth is, we've all been brainwashed to believe that it does take two. It's actually the opposite. It's not that this is wrong. It's that we've all been brainwashed to think the opposite. So we've all heard things like, you know, it takes two to tango. You both got to want it, right? How many times have you heard that? If they don't want to change, there's nothing you can do. You know, you both have to do the work. You have to meet me halfway on this. Relationship is a compromise. How many times do we hear that, right? Relationship is a partnership and you got to have 50-50. You don't want to give more than your share or you're going to feel like you're being taken advantage of, right? It's not fair. These are all the things that we think are normal. Thinking that it takes two is total crap. Just remember in the last podcast where Stacy talked about the dilemma of the two roads, right? These two choices that we think we have, which is stay and settle for what we don't like. Again, compromise. Or tear apart our family and just, you know, uproot and leave. Both of those options suck, right? So with relationship development, it's the third option. And this is where the answer really is. It's stay and transform it. That's not something to hear very often, do you? Right? It only takes one partner to transform the relationship. And today we're going to show you how. All right, so here's where I want to begin, and I, I'm, I'm hoping you're going to play with me for just a minute. Just play along. I'll and, play with you. <laughs> <laughs> and answer this question for yourself. Have you ever had this experience, right, where you're flying high, you're in the zone, you're having a rocking day, everything's awesome, and either you come home or your partner comes home, and they're in the toilet, right? Everything sucks. Everything bad is happening to them. Everything is awful right? Have you ever had that experience? And what happens to your high-flying state when you interact with them, right? It drops like a rock, right? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in the toilet too. Like, it's not so bad. There's There's got to be a way that we can learn from this, right? And they're back to you. You don't know what real problems are. You and your rose-colored glasses and you're back to them. Why do you always look at things so negatively? Why don't you ever just elevate and think of it differently and they're back to you. You don't even, you wouldn't even know what a real problem is if you tripped over it. You don't understand me. You never do. And round and round and round we go. Have you ever had this experience? Sure you have. And what happened there? First of all, did you notice how quickly those things become personal? 
right? They might not have, they might have been in the toilet about their car, about work. It might not have even been about you. But do you see how quickly we make it personal? What happened? Nothing changed in your world. And yet you interacted with them. And next thing you know, you're in the toilet. What is that? That, my friends, is a trigger. Triggers are the most powerful force in human relationship today. Actually, you cannot stop the power of triggers, but there is a solution. You can learn how to harness the power of triggers and get it to work for you instead of against you, right? You can use triggers to get the response you do want instead of the reaction that you hate. And it's a two-part strategy. Part one, stop unknowingly triggering kerfuffle in others. And part two, start triggering the best in them. And this changes everything. Because if you are going through life needing someone or something else to change, in order for you to be happy, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's I huge. know. That's a right that's, right. that's so huge. Just if, listen to that again. So yeah. if you're going through life needing someone or something else to change in order for you to get to happy, you're setting yourself up for failure. Like life doesn't work like that. And it's always one partner who can make the change. Now, I know you don't think that you're triggering kerfuffle in others. I know you don't think that you're doing it because you're unknowingly doing it. But this happens all day long. Um, in fact, we can share a couple of examples. It's um, when you don't understand that the people in your life are not wired like you when they're completely different from you. This is how you're unknowingly triggering kerfuffles in others. So I'll use an example. We were just talking about this not too long ago. Um, a woman came to me and said, okay, like, but there's something that's going on in my relationship, Stacey, that I'm not causing. I'm telling you right now, and I cannot fix this because my husband is abusive. He is abusively mean and cruel to me. And the, he just, I cannot change that. He just, he refuses to be nice. He's just un, un, just unfixably abusive <laughs> to me. And I'm like, okay, well, I get that. And I'm, I'm sorry that you're navigating that. Please tell me what's going on. And she said, okay, Stacey, this is what happens. We get in an argument about something and it goes on and on. And like, it's getting really, really heated. And then boom, he just shuts off. He's like, nope, I'm done. And he walks away and he's like, I will not talk about this anymore. She's like, how am I going to fix something if he will not talk about it anymore? It can't take one person to fix that if he refuses to talk about it anymore. She goes, but it's worse than that, Stacy. He's so mean to me that he won't talk to me about this, not only for the rest of that day, but for like three days, no matter what I do. I'm like, okay, can we talk about this? He's like, no, no, not now. I'm just, I can't even. And he won't. And it's literally, he's punishing me. He's punishing me by shutting me out and nothing can be done. There's nothing that can be done to solve that. I've tried everything. And I say to her, you know, um, first of all, I'm sorry that you're navigating that and I feel you and I get it. And I hate to be the one to tell you this, but if you swap this man out for another man, you're going to find that you have the same shit new face because what you just described was not abuse and was not cruelty. What you just described was men. Can you explain it, Paul? Yeah. So I'm sure the guys are out there like, oh, yeah, I get that. I, I've been there. I know what that means. I know what that's like. We understand that instinctively. And just take a look. Everybody take a moment and take a look at how incredibly terrible this was for an experience for this woman. 
all the negative labels she had for her partner, when in reality, he was just showing up to be a man. And get this, and ladies, listen to this. He shut off, most likely, and disconnected because he didn't want to scare you or bring that intensity to you. So out of honor, he's actually shutting it down. And yes, it is a coping skill too. Don't get me wrong. There's also an element of escaping here too. But at the same time, he chose to shut it off because he didn't want to bring the kind of intensity that he was feeling inside to you. It was actually out of protection. And your your labels that he's abusive and punishing, it's all your perspective. And sadly, these are the kinds of things that build up over time because we didn't even see what the real dynamic was underneath. So when, uh, and I, I know Paul can explain it, and like when a man gets to a certain threshold, um, he has like what Paul will explain is like a circuit, circuit breaker. breaker. That's right. And he just has to trip it off because if it, if it escalates, he knows inside, like you cannot bring this level of intensity to her, right? He's been taught and conditioned his whole life. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that level of intensity to a woman. You don't, uh, don't scare don't her, hurt her yeah. right? Don't intimidate her. And so he's, tri- he's tripping off his own circuit breaker to protect you. And he needs to cool down. Now women can go in and out of emotions very quickly, right? We're like, up, we're down, we're up, we're down. It's solved. Okay, we're fine. But a man goes deep into his emotional well. And as Paul teaches, his bell needs to ring out Mm -hmm. before he can come back to a calm center and talk about this again. And untrained, that definitely can take days. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's not being abusive to you. Like, as women, we have no references for this because no woman would behave that way. But men process completely differently than we do. One is not right and one is not wrong. They're just polar opposites and completely different as we are, by by the way, for everything. And if you don't know this, you label something as unfixable, right? He's being abusive. He's being mean. He's withholding from me. But what he's doing is actually just trying to process as a man. So... When, how does one person solve that? Well, first of all, when I take responsibility uh, to instead of demand relationship, hey, I need you to talk this to the, me about this now. Demand relationship, hey, I need you to solve this with me. Demand relationship, hey, we need to connect on this. I can't, you can't walk away, right? That's demand relationship. The relationship development approach is, okay, let me learn what's going on for him and let me create the win-win, right? First of all, if I need to keep talking about this as a woman right now, and I am really, really flying high and, and angry or upset or crying because it can't be solved right now, I need to turn the finger and look at myself and say, uh, why am I so uncomfortable that this has to be solved right now? Why can't I sit with this? Where is my scarcity coming from that I think that if we don't solve this right now, like I can't handle it, I can't even function. That's what she said. She's like, I can't even function the rest of the day. Well, why not? That's your trigger. So the first thing we do is we solve our own trigger. Our triggers are are ours and they're ours to solve. First of all, I know big tooth bomb right here. Your triggers are yours. Your partner was not put here to solve your triggers for you. Your partner was put here to show you your triggers so you would solve them. Let's drop another one on them because this is where, like, we've all been fooled. This is where the illusion happens where it takes two. So let's break this apart even more. So if you think about it, could your partner take all that negative energy and put it in you from the outside? Could they have somehow poured this negative energy into you that you're feeling inside from the outside? They can't. And what we do is, and we think this is normal. We think this this is just the way it is. Like, oh, they did that to me, right? No, they didn't. It actually happened in a moment. 
a moment of judgment on your side where you decided that you should be angry about this. It happened in a split second. And it happened inside of you. So the first step is to manage your own trigger so that you're not trying to get them to fit into a model that you need them to be. And then the second step is not to trigger the worst in them. So what's the worst thing a woman can do in that moment? If you could see my finger, I'm poking Paul's <laughs> arm. I'm poking, I'm poking, I'm poking. Poke the bear is the worst thing that you can do. The last thing moment. he wants to do is talk about do it Do not too. poke the bear. Um, let his bell ring out. Let him shift his emotion. And it may take time, especially if you guys have not done, if neither of you have done any of this training or, or have these tools yeah. right, or have the awareness, um, you need to let him get to center. Because let me just tell you, the more you poke the bear, the more you're going to get the roar, right? He's going to come back to you with stuff you don't want. So your best chance, your best chance at this getting better is to find a way to get to your own peaceful center, come from abundance mindset and not scarcity, and allow him to process in a way that honors him and honors you, and then come to him outside the moment and say, hey, I know we still have some stuff to talk about. When you're in a place where you feel like you really can and it can be productive, just let me know. Now, that is a win-win. That is not, okay, so I'm going to be the non-power player, and I just have to suffer until he's ready to talk about it, or the power player, like, no, you have to talk about this now because I have to. It's the win-win. Like, how can I handle my own trigger without trying to make everybody else solve my triggers for me? And how can I appreciate how my partner is wired so that I can frame this out, set this out in a way that honors him for who he is, not needing him to be like me, and honors me for who I am too. And of course, then we have loads of tools about how you can talk to your partner about the kinds of connection that you need. Paul teaches men how to uh, shorten the time that their bell rings out, how to give a woman assurances before you go to have your bell ring out. Like there's loads of tools that you can implement, but it starts with understanding that your triggers are yours and that you are unknowingly triggering things in other people. And I know it's off your radar because you wouldn't do it if you know. And that's like the whole point of this podcast is to finally show you, like Paul says all the time, show you, make visible what's been invisible up until now. You know this is true too. Just think about it from both sides. And you can even look at this example. Both sides are showing up with the best of intentions, right? None of, none of us get into relationship um, because we want to have arguments and fights. Mm -hmm. And we show up with the best of intentions in moments and we find ourselves caught off guard. Like, why did this go so awfully wrong, right? Just like for this woman or from the man's perspective, why did this conversation just go so bad where I had to disconnect and, and you know, pull away? It's because it's off of our radar. It's not because we have bad intentions for each other. And yet the label on the other side is, oh, he's punishing me. And sometimes that could be the case, right? We know that to be true. But in general, we're both showing up with the best of intentions. It's because these dynamics are off of our radar on both sides and we don't have the understanding that we end up with these negative labels of the situation. Instead of actually having the awareness and understanding, we can see exactly what happened and evolve beyond the knee-jerk reaction triggers that we've all been brought up to accept as being normal and that's just the way it is, this is the path out. You're, uh, hopefully you're starting to see through this yeah. dynamic what we're talking about here because it's not out of control and you can bring the best of intentions that you have with some elevated mindset and have a whole different outcome in any conversation. So if I were to ask you, like, what is your wish list? Like if you could give me a list of 12 things 
that if I could wave my magic wand, I could get your partner to do differently. What's your list of 12? Now, I'm sure it doesn't take long, right? Because you've got them at the top of your head. You're like, oh, I've got my list, baby. I've been asking for this for years. Because this is honestly what we get asked most often is how can I get my partner to fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. So what's your fill in the blank? Like, what's your list? So this is where it begins. If you look at that entire list, and I'm I'm serious, like Paul and I don't sugarcoat crap. Like we're always going to be straight with you and mm-hmm. we're going to tell you what's really going on and how to really solve it. And I'm telling you what's really going on and now I'm going to tell you how to really solve it. I want you to write that list down. I'm not joking. Write it down and then look at each one. And for each and every one, ask yourself, what's my trigger around this? Why do I need this? And how do I solve that now? If I can't ask them to change at all. How am I going to solve this, right? So someone says, like, I, I hate it. My husband is so disrespectful to me. Or I'll use the opposite. My wife is so disrespectful to me. I just cannot, how can I possibly be with someone who's so disrespectful to me? And I will say, which I know this is going to be like a, another one, but <laughs> disrespect only happens within you. I know. Hang on. Disrespect is not a fact disrespectful is something that happens within you. Someone says something and when it hits your body and goes inside you, you are the one who attaches disrespectful to that and processes accordingly. Nothing outside of you is disrespectful because someone could say the exact same thing to me and I will not apply the disrespectful label. I promise you because I actually don't have that label anymore. It's not part of my blueprint because I see it for the facts that it is. So disrespectful happens inside of you. It's when you require AKA demand respect from a moment you've predetermined what respect looks like and what it means. And then when someone does something differently, you've labeled that as disrespectful and you're putting the blame on them to change what they're doing with you so that it is respectful, right? So that is happening inside of you. So if on your list of 12 is, well, I want my wife to be more respectful or I want my kid to be more respectful. They talk to me. You wouldn't believe the way they talk to me is so disrespectful. Then ask yourself, what's my trigger around this? Why am I labeling that as disrespect? If, if I don't receive that, what does that mean to me? Why am I afraid of that? Why is that a problem? What is the hurt around that? What am I afraid of losing? What am I afraid of being blocked from? What am I afraid I won't get if that happens? Figure out the trigger. Here's what I want to tell you today, my friends. Do not prioritize protection of your own triggers over the happiness in your life. Every time, if you make someone else change to protect your triggers, you are prioritizing the protection of your own fear of your trigger over the relationship with that person. Instead, decide that the relationship with that person is the priority over protecting your own fears or triggers that you have with your child, with your spouse, with anyone. So you can look at that list of 12 and start to take possession of your triggers and handle them one by one. And if you want our help with that, we do that all day, every day in all of our programs and events. We got you. But it starts with you. Those triggers are inside of you. And here's what I will also say. The stuff that you hate from your partner, from your kids, at work, from other people, wherever it is, what you don't like is not them treating you in a way that you don't like. It's them reacting to you in a way that you don't like. I know you don't see it now, 
But when you get this training as a relationship transformer and you put on the relationship transformer goggles, you will. If any time you have an interaction where you're like, I, I freaking, that, that, that's like crap. I don't want them to treat me that way. I don't want them to say that. If I back up the tape 15 seconds, I'm going to see you poke the bear. I'm going to see you trigger them. And then we're going to see them reacting to you. And the part that you don't like is them reacting to you. Now, that's not to say that everything in the world is your fault. You're a bad person and just deal with it. This is the greatest part of this whole thing. Because if what you don't like is actually a reaction to you and not an action towards you, then you can change the input that you're putting into that equation and get a new reaction back. That's the empowerment. I wish we had like cheers, like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's the empowerment side of this. That's the empowerment of relationship development is that when you learn to put a new input in, you get a new result back. That is really the power of this. It's all about the triggers. And if there's anything else that you need to start to loosen your grip on what used to be, just think of it this way too. Because if Stacy's great example didn't just work for you, <laughs> think of it this way. How about as you walk through your day, your, did you ever see those, uh, those red buttons? There's all different buttons that people have now that say different things when you hit them. Imagine that you've got these red buttons all over you. And with different people, they can just walk over to you and press that button and you're going to feel awful. You're going to feel angry. You're going to react. And these buttons are all over you. You could choose to go through your day and allow all those buttons to hang out with you and say, I'm going to keep my buttons because I like them. I like when people tick me off all and, the time. And I'm going to tell everybody not to push them. Yeah, I'm going to tell, don't push that big red button right in front of you. What are they going to do? <laughs> right? So really, the reality of what we're doing is if you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have to, or all these other things nice. that we hear all the time. Nice. Yes, you're right. You, you may not have to, but you could choose to keep those buttons all over you so that at any moment someone can trigger you off and you get to experience the negativity or you can free yourself from that Amen. and actually enjoy life and then actually find yourself a whole lot more refreshed and have a lot more energy to go through your day with everybody because you're not being triggered into the gutter all the time. Amen. So it's a choice. Everything we will ever say is a choice. We're just trying to show you the way out and it's there and you have the power. And that's what you said. And that's what I loved about it is, you know, that's great news. You've got the power to free yourself. You're not waiting as we saw for your partner to change, right? That it takes two. That's what this whole episode was about. It doesn't take two. It takes one to show up differently and everything can change then. And so, so many times when we teach people this, like they get it and they're like, oh crap, it really can be me. Like I can do this. <laughs> and then that, the, um, that moment comes up where they're like, yeah, but I don't want it to be me. <laughs> like why? <laughs> right. I don't want to be the one. Like I think of our friend Mike. Oh, that, that was time. hilarious. <laughs> We were teaching this to our friends in the inner circle and this guy, Mike, was like, this is so great. So I just texted my wife and I told her, hey, good news. It only takes one person and that's you. So I'm signing you up for their program. And he's like, I'm waiting for her text back, but I'm sure she's going to be psyched about it. And he was joking. He's like, this will be great. <laughs> but sometimes we don't want to be the one, right? And here's where I'm going to tell you. Uh, first of all, um, it's phenomenal to be the one. 
And for anyone who's masculine who's listening, I know this isn't necessarily your thing because you live to be the hero. You want your power back. You want to feel like, holy crap, there's a solution. Finally, just give me the solution. Let me plug it in, right? And the pain, solve it. And that's what this is. Mm -hmm. um, but there are times when you feel like, I don't want to be the one. I want somebody else to do it. And that is just a non-power player modality, right? That's just old demand relationship of wanting someone else outside of us to fix something for us. And the true empowerment in life, and nothing happens until you take your power back, is to be the one to take power for your part that you can change everything around you and, and see that as empowering, not a burden, but empowering. Um, and sometimes people feel like, well, why should I be the one, right? Why should I do it? Clearly, she doesn't want to do it, so why should I give a crap? He doesn't want to do it, so why the hell should I care, right? Why should I be the one? And, and Paul and I are always going to tell you, look, someone has to go first. It only takes one of you. So if, if you're not willing to do it and you're like, well, I, he should do it then, if you're not even willing to do it, why would you expect him to do something that you're not even willing to do? You're the one here. You're the one hearing the message. Amen. So this whole, well, they should do it is all fear-based protection, right? Because we don't want to be the one who feels like we gave more, right? It, it stopped being 50-50 and now we're in an 80-20 and we feel like an idiot and we're ashamed because we're giving so much. Here's where I want to reframe all that old crap that you don't need to carry with you. You have to live through your life. The quality of your life is your responsibility and it's what you create. And this marriage, this relationship that you're in, you either have to live in it or live through leaving it. It's you. And if you have kids, it is your personal responsibility to transform this thing. So instead of fear-based and worrying about them, just worry about you. Because every single action that you take, every single step that you take as a relationship transformer, you get to benefit and the amazing results of that instead of the crap that you were living in. And But here's the key that allows you to do this happily, right? As opposed to begrudgingly, maybe. Just because your partner is not going to do this work with you doesn't mean you have to do this work alone. That's what this Relationship Transformer podcast is all about. That's what our community of Relationship Transformers are, right? Thousands of Relationship Transformers who are doing this work every day. They raised their hands and said, yeah, I'll be the hero for my family. Heck yeah. Give me those tools and strategies, man. I'm going to implement them. Yes, let's do this. My children deserve this. I deserve this. I'll be the one. And we support each other. We love each other. We catch each other when we stumble and we celebrate our crazy shit together too. We are the relationship transformer community. And when you are surrounded with a community who gets the journey you're on, they get the struggle, right? The pain is real. And they're, they're celebrating when you're like, Hey man, this thing used to trigger me all the time. And, and it happened again. And I did not lose my shit. And everybody's like, yeah, she didn't lose her shit. Like who else is going to do that? Only us, right, in our relationship transformer community, you must surround yourself with a relationship transformer tribe. You don't need your partner to do this with you. We will do this with you. Remember, uh, we have that private Facebook group at myrelationshipdevelopmentcommunity.com. You can join it. We're there. We're there every day, every step of the way, um, because it is about being willing to be the one to create the transformation you want in your relationship and in your family. 
Now, if you want the tools and you want the strategies and you want to dive in, right, you can start our quick start course, get your ticket to our relationship breakthrough retreat, live event, all of those things. But you have to surround yourself with the tribe that will be there to champion you and inspire you, right? Story after story of people sharing like how it used to be and what it is now. And this is what worked for me. And when you share like, I'm stuck, man, I don't know how to not show up from demand relationship here. This feels like a doozy. And then like 17 people jump on and they're like, this is what I did. It used to be the same thing. And here's what worked. And you can try this and you're doing so great. And remember last week, just do what you did there. Like, it's just a game changer. The tribe is the thing that carries you forward as you're implementing the tools and strategies that you are using. And forming new patterns, quite frankly. Like in order to form the new patterns, it, it takes some change, right? It takes some getting used to. And, and you need some people around you to help to reinforce that mindset that you're, you're now adopting. Now, in the last episode, we were talking about the demand relationship versus relationship development chart. And I hope you downloaded yours. Hey, if you haven't listened to that episode, that's a game changer. You must go back and listen to that episode because it's critical. And here's where it, the, you know, the rubber meets the road, so to speak, about one person changing the relationship. You know, when you show up from demand relationship, you are breaking down your relationship in that moment. When you're able to show up from relationship development in that moment, you are building up your relationship in that moment. Well, it's the same with triggers. If you're showing up from demand relationship, I'm telling you right now, you are triggering the worst from your partner. So if you see yourself on that demand relationship side of the chart, if you see yourself ever using compromise or pleasing or punishing or withholding or guilt or shame or nagging or any of the, the demand relationship tactics, you're triggering the worst from your partner in that moment. It's just a fact, right? Because that's the kind of stuff that triggers you too. And when you're able to show up from relationship development, you're able to bring out the best in your partner. It's a skill set and it can be learned. Like one of our uh, relationship transformers just posted in uh, our group the other day and he was uh, thanking us for our right hand, left hand tool about uh, how to navigate your you know, the peeps in your world that don't understand relationship transforming uh, versus the relationship transformers. And we teach this tool right hand, left hand. It's a game changer. And he was thanking us for it and saying how like his whole life has changed in the last couple of months because he understands how to show up in any relationship situation and know what his role is uh, because of this tool. And he's like, I never would have figured that out on my own. It was so simple. You taught it in six minutes and it's changed my life. And I, I wanted to anchor that in for everybody else because you know, sometimes this stuff seems so simple and you're like, man, why didn't I know that? Why, why didn't I think of that? You will never figure out on your own how to stop living from demand relationship and how to live from relationship development because demand relationship is all that's being modeled to you everywhere. So until you see it, you can't know it. You're not going to accidentally figure out how to speak French if you don't speak French. And you're not going to accidentally figure out how to break the chains of demand relationship and live from relationship development. But once we give you the simple tools, once we give you those strategies, and that's what this podcast is all about, episode by episode doing that, you can show up from relationship development in those moments and get a totally different result. Yeah, because once you see something, you can finally do something about it. But if you're in the forest it's hard to see your way outside the forest. So you need that outside perspective to show you this is where you are. This is what it looks like. And you're like, ah, I got it now. I see it. And that's why. 
Amen. All right. In the next episode, Stacy and I are going to dive into the invisible force that is stopping you from actually showing up in relationship development, blocking you from getting the results that you want in your relationship. And you don't even know <laughs> that is blocking you. And it's something that you do every day, multiple times a day. No, I'm not spying on you. I just know this is how it goes. So in the next episode, we'll tell you what it is and how to stop it so you can finally get the results that you want. All right. Awesome. So, hey, if you want more solutions, please join our relationship development community. Uh, the link is in the show notes. It's myrelationshipdevelopmentcommunity.com. And like, here, this is where it's at. If you're a relationship transformer and you're like, all right, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to transform it. You got to get your tickets for Relationship Breakthrough Retreat. This is our three-day immersion event that is designed to catapult your relationship to the next level in just three days. It's results in three days. It is not a couple's event. It is just for you. It is a high energy, fun, life-changing experience. It's not a speaker event. It's just me and Paul mm -hmm. all day for three days. And you will literally have a breakthrough before you walk out those doors. There's nothing else that you can do in those three days of your life that will give you more of a result than being in the Relationship Breakthrough Retreat live event experience. We only do this event once a year, once a year. People fly in from all over the world. This is our sixth year doing this event. I just want to tell you about the kinds of breakthroughs that you get at this event. They're so giant. We have hundreds of relationship transformers that come to the relationship breakthrough retreat every year, every year, over and over. There are some people that are coming to their sixth relationship breakthrough retreat event, fifth, fourth, Third, like there's so many people that do this event repeatedly. Why? Because the breakthrough is guaranteed in those three days and they know they want to break through to their next level. And that's where it gets done. Like it is just transformational. You don't want to miss out on this event and have to wait a whole nother year for the breakthrough that you and your family deserve. This is the only event we do all year that anybody is allowed to grab a ticket to and get their butt in there. So you can go to relationshipbreakthroughretreat.com, check out the entire event, grab your tickets, but you want to make sure that you grab your tickets and don't miss out this year. Like this event is unbelievable. You want to share what you... Yeah, I would just say too that, you know, it, obviously people wouldn't be coming back if this wasn't powerful and fun. Like, it, it doesn't suck, <laughs> right? That we can be sure of. So just keep that in mind. And I think what you also said is really key is like, look, this is the, the one that you can come to from anywhere, anytime. Like, don't miss your opportunity. And I know so many people who will like, will dedicate, you know, a weekend to doing maybe even gardening or something else, like something that they like to do. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it probably won't change their life, right? This is something where just give yourself the gift. You deserve that Amen. gift. If you've been spending, uh, and let's say more than an hour a day feeling negative about your relationship in some way, you know, I promise you it's worth the time to dedicate just this time to get yourself out of the dynamics that have been creating so much stress and pain and suffering in your family or with your relationships with whoever. Just invest that time now so you can save yourself hours and hours and hours or maybe worse, days and weeks of the pain and kerfuffle that comes just because you didn't know what was on the other side. And this is a high energy, 
fun, life-changing event. This isn't like some cry fest or theory or Not any crap all. like that. It's really unbelievable. And you want to talk to the guys about uh, that this yeah. is definitely not a, a girls event? Yeah, you know, you'll see this as time goes on in the podcast. And I really hope for all of you out there listening that um, you are starting at the beginning and you work your way through these because you don't want to miss any of this. But nonetheless, what you'll learn in time is that guys, um, Stacy and I, are not here to have any kind of a feminine solution to relationships. I know so many men are uh, have this false belief that you know learning about relationship is just for women, and I get it. It's because all of the solutions in the past have always had this feminine side to them. You've listened to us hopefully now for at least a few episodes. There's none of this feminine side of it. Stacy and I are teaching the truth with a capital T. We're peeling back the layers of what was invisible. We're showing you the solutions. What guys want, we just want the solution. We know we're showing up with the best of intentions. We don't understand why things are going so badly, right? That's the truth. And then we, we take the sword, as I call it, and kind of stuff it down when things don't go the right way, thinking, I don't know, you know, this is a feminine thing. I don't understand this relationship. No, guys, it's just awareness and tools and solutions. And that's what you get here. That's what you'll always get from Stacy and I. It's not a touchy-feely, let's talk about our emotions until we're blue in the face, or in any way one-sided or geared towards masculine or feminine. Awesome. It's just the truth. Amen. So please uh, check out RelationshipBreakthroughRetreat.com. Don't miss your chance. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relationship Transformer podcast. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that now. Hey, if you like this episode, definitely help us spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. Share it with people in your world. Uh, I'm sure that you think there are people that need to hear this. Everybody deserves these solutions. So please get out there and share it. That'll help us reach more people um, and spread this mission. We'd be super, super grateful. Until the next time, remember, together we are changing the way relationship is done. Hey, would you like to get big results in your relationships in just 10 seconds a day? If so, then subscribe to our daily inspiration for relationship transformers or the dirt at martinopodcast.com forward slash dirt.